Hey everybody, welcome to the Friends of Flavor podcast episode 2 with me, Weezy Baby Kenny, and with my guest today, Mandy. Mandy. Whose iPhone is actually still on. <laughs> bad how is work busy love work yeah me too (laughs) super fun work is fantastic Um, so the reason i i wanted to do this podcast was just to get to know people who are closer to me um and so you being one of them here recently that i kind of connect and bond with so i had this question of do you remember when or how we first met I know it was at work, but do you remember? Um, did I come up to you in your cube? No. Mm, I'm a terrible friend. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it was, um, dang, I forgot what the bar was, but it was that dodgeball thing. Oh, yeah, you're actually on, yeah, you're on my uh, yeah, Google and, Home. <laughs> yeah, and that dodgeball game was, it was, was it, um, that charity event they did for, like, backpack for kids or yeah yeah i remember yeah. that yeah and uh that dodgeball game was like so intense because you have these grown men and women just like really getting i mean i was getting into it but it was it was just hilarious to me to see everybody just amped over this dodgeball game that didn't mean anything it was all for charity it was all for charity yeah. people are competitive it doesn't matter if it's for charity or for real money yeah i mean sports when it comes to sports, people people want to win. That's right. But, um, also, Mandy had brought this birthday gift that I gave her for us to sip on, which right. is um, Jameson Caskmates, mm-hmm. the uh, Stout Edition, I guess. Yep. And it's definitely one of my favorite drinks. Um, it's funny, too, because going back to uh, when we first met, uh, that was when I think you had commented on me drinking High Life, and you're like, "Oh, I can't drink High Life; it's, it's it's too early for that," or something like that. And I vaguely remember that. I'm like, "Oh, it's not bad," but now that I do drink High Life more, I'm like, "Man, it is a pretty like heavy body beer to drink too early because it makes me feel like bloated now. Maybe I'm just old." But. Nope, nope, you're right. <laughs> You are right. Uh, I actually wouldn't drink Jameson before. Uh, I just started drinking it again because of you. Uh, well, this is the only one that I actually drink. So um. this is the one I can remember the next day. So I, 
I'm all about it. I, I can handle it. Uh, I guess we'll have to dive into that story that, one day. That's for episode three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just did three questions here that I'll ask you real quick. Um, so first off, uh, where are you from and, and or raised? Uh, I'm from a small town in like central Alabama. Central Alabama? Yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to tell the name of my town. Oh, you don't matter. Right, cool. I'm not going to track you down or anything like that. Um, they might. And so you, you were there for most of your life and came t- down here? Actually, I was um, in closer to, I'll say, closer to Birmingham. I moved to the small town in central, quotation, Alabama, uh, when I was in sixth grade. And ended up going to Troy oh. for college. Go Trojans. Go Trojans, that's right. And somehow ended up in Mobile after um, a stint with the Air Force. Ah, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, question two. What did you want to initially be when you grew up? Like, I know growing up as a kid, you're always like, oh, I want to be this. And oh, yeah. And now we're where we are now. So it's, to me, it's interesting to know where you were, like, mindset-wise back then. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be a child psychologist. Mm. And then... Wow! Yeah. In a way, that kind of explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to help kids and be able to write scripts. Oh, okay. So I'd be more of a child psychiatrist. But I'm a kid, okay? So I think a psychologist can do it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't work out. So... <laughs> um, it's funny, though, because I think one of the things that drew me a little bit closer to you was, um, I guess, that kind of psychology aspect. And you... I think you are a good listener and you you do give I would say pretty decent advice without being too biased I mean I feel like there's sometimes I do feel like you might tell me what I want to hear but there I think there's a lot of times where you're pretty honest about it so that's why you saying that I was like ah that kind of makes sense now I actually uh, I do that a lot I, I want to try to tell you the right thing in the nicest way possible, but sometimes I can't. But right. I, I want to give the, if I can help someone not make the same mistake I did, especially in, in work, um, I try to do that. And actually my minor is psychology. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what was your major then? Biology. Oh, okay. That's right. Wow. That's two kind of like, I guess two different areas. Okay, that's that's kind of neat. I didn't know that. Um, okay, next question. Uh, of course, hobbies. What do you what do you do for fun besides um, fixing your Jeep when you actually can get parts for them? Mm-hmm. Pull up, drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, I mean, you guys do that a lot. We do that quite a bit. Uh, I like to kayak. Oh, really? Uh, yes, I so can't do swim. You, do you... <laughs> So, I hope you bring a vest for one. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and uh, my wife. She's a great swimmer. Okay. So those are my two items. And a kayak. See, I always... I've, we've kayaked once. Maybe twice. So, we went to... I forgot what the name of the place was. But there's a spring out in Florida. A little bit past um, Destin. It's not Blackwater? It might be. I don't. I forgot the name of it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> to us, that was like 
I watch. I got in a kayak, but that was the ultimate. They say that's the ultimate test for couples when you share a canoe. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because you're either gonna flip it and you're gonna get mad at each other, or you're just gonna, or you're probably always gonna flip it, but you're gonna weather the storm and just work together eventually and get over it. And uh, I can't remember if me and uh, Roth ever flipped our canoe or not, but I think we made that trip out pretty uh, safe. So it it was an interesting trip. But that, that water in the spring is cold as hell. Yes. So. Uh, Rachel and I have been together over 10 years. We have not, never shared really? a kayak or a canoe. What? That's like the ultimate test. That's the key to success. <laughs> Don't, Don't share, share canoe. your canoe. Exactly. <laughs> I guess if we learn anything from this episode, it's don't, <laughs> don't share, share a canoe. Your, that's right. That's <laughs> that's great marriage advice. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, and so we're gonna move on to a topic. Um, I'm not really good at transitioning, so uh, I guess one of the hot topics right now is the rise of violence against uh, Asian Americans or just Asian people in America in general. And mainly right now, it's like towards elderly people for some reason, which I think is one Asian or not like doing any kind of violence against old people. Like really, like that—that yeah. that is just—it says a lot about what kind of human being you are to attack an elderly person, you know? Yeah, and exactly. Like, but to me, it's like I would like even now, I'm not a hundred percent sure after reading some of the articles and stuff like that off of Next Shark, um, that all the attacks were exactly, um, what they call it, um, race-specific, I guess. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they're just kind of like, these guys are just assholes, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And they're just, I don't think they're necessarily targeting Asian people and all of them, but it just happens to be that Asian people work at this you know gas station or restaurant or something and they just have to lash out because they don't get their way but but for them to just attack elderly people like that and specifically asian people it's just kind of like i think now with everything going on i think it's more escalated because i guess everyone has an agenda so asian people for the most part when I was growing up, it's kind of like, you kind of kept to yourself, right? So one, even like growing up, raising a son who isn't, you know, like the biggest guy or the beefiest guy, you know, like he, he looks very, I mean, for a, a safe word, I would say fragile, you know, like he's mm-hmm. not real muscular or anything like that. And most Asian people for the longest time have, have been perceived as that, as they're small, timid, they don't speak up and that's in a way that's how my dad raised me was like um don't make a deal out of something like racism's like everywhere and for asian folks we were just kind of like just carry on mind your business you know mm-hmm. and but now with everything rising so much asian people are like well why the fuck do we got to put up with that you know mm-hmm. like we're we're just as important as anyone else you know and we do a lot for the community and or you know america per se and i think now with everything going on that's why it's just like heightening up you know Mm -hmm. and to me 
I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it all. Like even me, um, when BLM happened, I personally like I knew it was an important issue, but I didn't know how important of an issue it was until I heard someone explain it as, um, and I don't want to take, get you take this the wrong way, but it's like they explained it as cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, racism is like a disease. But so when BLM happened, you know, there was all these people were like, well, every race matters, da, da, da. And I'm just like, well, yeah, to an extent. But if one race is getting beaten down over and over and over more than the next, then it's an important thing. So when they explained it to us, cancer, yeah, every form of cancer is bad, but like, um, Breast cancer is a big one, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like, so BML, BLM is more like the breast cancer of, you know, racism in mm-hmm. a way, because it's that much more important than. I want mean, to. I, I guess is important the wrong word or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so. I think that um, I think that a lot of people don't see racism in other races because they're so focused on the racism that they're experiencing themselves uh, right yeah, yeah um like i had no idea about the the asian elderly because i don't see it's not on my news feed right. and you know news media is just take a story and run um the all lives matter is not definitely not my favorite saying but i think that it is true that all lives matter but right now we're talking about black lives and right now you're talking about Asian lives. Right. It's, they're just as important. Right. Um, you said something earlier about uh, how your dad taught you to just kind of be quiet, be chill, and stay in the background. That's what I felt like. I felt like he was telling you in a way, don't draw attention to yourself. Exactly. Um, my parents said the same thing to me. Really? Yeah. So I think that we share a lot of the same type of racism, and I think that... Right now, black people are tired of it, and I think pretty soon, you Asian people will yeah. be tired too, and it will it will have the same type of movement and again. I, I think that's I think that's kind of how it is too. Is like now you know each race is getting tired of dealing with it to where like well you know we don't have to deal with this anymore. You know? you know, it's not right. Right. And you know, wrong is wrong. You yeah. know, more or less, and we can't let people keep getting away with things like that you know mm-hmm. and to me it, it is very important and it, it, it's crazy how things have changed so much compared to when I was raised up and more specifically um, the youth really um, Asian kids um, these days or I guess any youth these days they're in that I don't give a fuck mentality you know yeah. like they, they will fucking beat someone up like for stepping on their shoes you know yeah. like it's 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 stupid so when something escalates that they feel is an important topic like this then you're gonna have crazy shit happen like you know rioting and shit like that which makes no sense to me at all but you know that's a different topic um but yeah it's it's definitely something that I try not to dive into too much because I, I, I know there's a whole political side of it too. So it's just kind of like, 
it's just I just let it go but I'm also aware that these things are happening you know yeah um I think it's good that we're both aware and we've been made aware of each other's um I guess transgressions or uh, issues in hand I I mean I want to know as a black woman what I can do to help you in your community just like I would I think that you will want to know how you can help me yeah, as an exactly. ally. Um, exactly. So and it's, it's like BLM, when BLM happened, it's kind of like you want to do something to help, but you also don't know how, how you could or if what whatever you're doing now is even important, you know, or mm-hmm. makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, oh, you're just, you're just joining this trend, you know, because you, you want... I guess people to notice you or feel important or something like that. You know? Yeah, and it's so sad, but you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Like some people are just joining the trend yeah. for both, and I think that is so sad. Yeah. Um, but then there, you got people out there who really do want to help, and they don't. They're they're just uneducated. They don't know. They they're afraid to ask their questions because they feel they're going to be the wrong questions, and um, especially with this culture now, it's like whole cancel culture like you don't want to step on anybody's toes yep and so that's kind of like the whole ordeal mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to um start any other issues that weren't already there you know mm-hmm. um yeah well that's that that's oh. kinda, let's move on to something else <laughs> <laughs> all right um, <laughs> our sponsors but no nah, we don't have sponsors because yeah, we just started oh um, so we're going to move to one thing that me and Mandy really enjoy is, well, one thing that we did meet up and enjoy together was fantasy football. Football! Yeah. And so we did that in the office and it's been, I think fantasy football has brought together a lot of people, people who watch sports and people who don't watch sports. They just do it because of the camaraderie. But mm-hmm. I think what I love about fantasy football is that it gets you invested into players more than certain teams, right? So, like, I guess you always have a team, but you get invested in players, and then after these players move on from certain teams, you still follow them because you, I guess, in a way, remember what they did for your fantasy, this fictional team that you have. (laughs) Everybody remembers their first uh, waiver wire pickup to turn into a stud. For me, it was Alvin Kamara. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Rachel, for that in- insight tip. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. All right. So, um, which I already know this, but I'm sure you can tell everybody. Um, what is your team? Like, who's your NFL team and why? Didn't I tell you my marriage was going well? <laughs> yes. But I'm here to break that marriage. Obviously. Not my fault y'all got in the kayak together. <laughs> Canoe? Canoe. <laughs> uh, I'm a Fairweather fan right now. I, I, I don't have a team. Because the team I did like got rid of all the people I, I like. I mean, what team do you have actual gear in? Um, his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Lord Jesus? Jesus. No. <laughs> I guess it would be the Carolina Panthers. Right. Yeah, thanks a lot. And I am a Jaguars fan. Duval. Um, I was, like I've told you this before, I was originally a Tampa fan mm-hmm. only because of um, 
Mike Allstott, and this was like the year I think I was I was in my junior year maybe in high school, and I I was all about Tampa, and that was like going into the year where John Gruden got there and they won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, was that like Warren Sapp? Yes. Oh okay. All I, those guys, I Tiki Barber. I forgot who the quarterback was, but I remember those were the big guys, um, Warren Sapp and T. Barber and stuff like that. But um, after MJD came to Jags, I was a huge fan of the Jags because um, he's such a small guy, but you know they called him like the human bowling ball because he would just knock dudes over. And you can watch his highlights where he'll just block guys and knock them over like crazy. And uh, I don't know. He was just being a small person myself. It was just kind of like admirable to look up to him in a way, even though I'm terrible at sports or whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Um. So what? You're not. Are you going to be a Saints fan? You can't be a Saints fan because, I mean, there's no Drew Brees. Uh, that would be the reason I would be a Saints fan. Because there is no Drew Brees. Because there is no Drew Brees. Oh, for, okay. There's a story. I think. Where uh, I think Rachel had told me about Drew Brees being a dick, or I mean, this is just hearsay. <laughs> hearsay. I'm not saying that Drew Please. Brees is a dick. I mean, Drew, if you're listening, you're not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, his his social media presence was uh, lacking, and when he would post, it was always his three boys. Yeah, that man's got four kids. Does he? Yes. I didn't know he had a fourth kid. I always saw the three boys, and mm-hmm. they they always like uh, switch with ESPN. They always show them playing like catch or whatever. Yeah. Like that. He has a little girl. Really? Yes. No. Yes. I did not know that. And so how come she's like so overshadowed? I I, that's a very good question. Wow. I like man, I have to look that up. I need that's, to. That's mind boggling. Check his Instagram, and there's a video where he just got home for practice, and the kids wanted to play. And they're all in the living room, and he's throwing them a Nerf football. See the boy, 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 and the little girl's on the end of the couch with her hands just waving to throw the ball to her. Oh, he never he does. Wow. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, but that's wow. That's one. Of, that's one of the stories. That's sad. It was that's sad. Very sad. I was like, well, maybe he doesn't want to hit her in the face, but mm. obviously she's grown up with three boys. It's a Nerf ball. It's a Nerf ball. You got, you, I mean, he, he might got a cannon. He, mm. um, you might black someone's eye out with hey, a Nerf ball. Hey, huh? I don't know about that cannon. Uh, <laughs> I saw a meme that said, uh, Drew Brees retires three years after his arm retired. <laughs> so, That's yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> and so, going back to that, do you, do you think Jameis is going to Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's talks of them re-signing him to a bigger deal. So, hide your kids, but, hide your publics, hide your crab legs. <laughs> the whole store. The whole store. The whole store. Hide Shut it. it down. Shut it down. No more in the Gulf. I saw they signed him to a one-year deal. Uh, I can't remember how much. Maybe I like, see they adjusted um, Taysom Hill's contract, too. And I don't know if that was just to make room for um, other people for their them to sign and like cap space-wise, but... I think they adjusted it a good deal for him too. He's still, I mean, he's still getting millions of dollars. He's still getting millions, yeah. For being like a, uh, I don't want to say like a gimmicky quarterback because mm-hmm. to me, he's a decent quarterback, but he's like a, to me, I think he's a better Tebow. Um, 
just for the fact that he can play multiple positions. But mm-hmm. to me, Tebow couldn't even play quarterback in the NFL. Like, he was garbage. He was. But, I mean, hey, he did um, He did take the Jets to the playoffs, I think. Did he? I think he did. You pray about I, it? Maybe. Was it the Jets <laughs> or the Broncos? I don't, I don't know. So I think it was... Because he was with the Broncos and He was with the, the Broncos. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know he took one of them to the playoffs. Hey. Um, and then, <laughs> Tebow, speaking of Tebow, they were also talking about him going back to the Jags because of Urban Meyer. Wow. Um, because he, I don't know if you know this, but he was playing minor league baseball for the Mets. Mm-hmm. So, like, every, like, even in NBA, every team has, like, a minor league team where they can like, I guess, farm guys or raise them up and then they can bring them into the pros. Mm-hmm. So he was in that for the Mets. And then all of a sudden he, he got interviewed one day. He's like, no, I'm going to be here for a long time. And then once Urban Meyer broke out as the Jags coach, he retired. Hmm. He quit. He quit baseball. And so the speculation is he's either going to come out of retirement and for some god-awful reason play quarterback again God, no. or or be a coach i don't know huh. but yeah that that was the hype or talk which i'm like as a jags fan i'm like please don't god i don't need any jump passes Oof. i mean <laughs> actually uh i think trevor's gonna gonna be erect what i don't think that he's gonna need a, a uh what's his name again i already forget his name who the guy we were just talking about oh tebow tebow yeah See, see how easily he's forgettable. Well, they, they always <laughs> so like if you if you draft if you draft a quarterback in the first round, they always say, "Well, you have to play them because you're giving them all this money." Mm. But to me, I kind of like how the Dolphins' approach was, and they kind of let Fitz lead the way a little bit, and they they brought two in at the end. But mm. then there was all this jazz about two and not being good. Which I like too, but the man too. did just come off injury. So yeah, it's like, give give him a little slack. He yeah, had, he had a broke hip, <laughs> broke ankles, ribs. Yeah. He was an old man, <laughs> and he's small, and he's tiny. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so I, like I hope like to me I think Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback in the long run. But my fear is that the Jags would take. Um, What's his name from Ohio State? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah. And Justin Fields to me, like, he just has a hot, he, he was a hot flash. Like, he had one or two good games. And, of course, Ohio State, to me, I may be SEC biased, but they don't play nobody. They don't. You know? They don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, you can't judge that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hate Alabama. Uh, but. True, because Mandy is an Auburn <laughs> fan. I'm an Auburn fan. But. Yeah. They beat everyone in the SEC. You yeah. can't, that is just incredible. Yeah, you there's you can't compete with them, man. And it's like almost every year you play a tough opponent. Tough, in the yeah, SEC. a tough schedule every year. Um, so big transaction and deals for your teams. Have you been following any of the Panthers stuff or the Saints stuff besides that? I've been following more of the Saints stuff, okay. mostly because uh, Rachel. Um, okay. And just looking online, see like little random deals here and there. But I've been following Caroline too much. After they picked seven defensive players mm-hmm. in the draft last year, <laughs> no uh, not not a quarterback. I mean, they they, a, they they got what's his name? 
Yeah. Corn Elder. Or was no. he the year before? Who was their starter? Um, he used to play for the Vikings. Uh, he used to play for Louisville. Oh. Bridgewater. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Teddy. He, he played very safe this season. Well, yeah. To me, I was like, I don't know. Oh. But then again, I mean, the safety blanket got hurt, which was McCaffrey. So mm-hmm. I guess you would have to play it like that. I do like Cat. Calf is amazing. He's amazing. And, I mean, I hate to throw race into it, but white ringbacks is, is a dying breed. <laughs> and I love white ringbacks. Don't get me wrong. I think that there's a, a, a gif out there, and it's like, that's a bad white boy. <laughs> it's just over and over. I think what? it's... Um, I what? think it was... Um, McCoy is saying it. <laughs> yeah. From Tampa Bay. Or, think, no. Yeah, is he from Tampa Bay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think it was... I don't know if I saw it on ESPN or if it was on the fantasy footballers where like one word that's one word that people say with all white running backs is scrappy. (laughs) 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 It is true. I don't know why. They're scrappy. Okay. It it makes sense. But his legs are huge. Yeah, definitely. He's not Christian McCaffrey for nothing. That's right. I see what you did there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jags wise, we which this just happened today. Um, they did sign Shaquille Griffin from Seahawks mm-hmm. for forty four point five million dollars, twenty nine guaranteed, shitload of money. Whew. And Marvin Jones for a two year contract for fourteen point five and nine guaranteed. The thing I didn't get was uh, Urban Meyer came out and said that he wanted tied in to be. Um, a priority, and then they go sign that no name <laughs> tight end from Carolina. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, Chris <laughs> Manhurts to a two year, seven point two five million dollars. Four of that guaranteed. So I'm like, I don't even know this guy, and he's getting four million dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. He's just flying under the radar. Does, I mean, I guess he's a. <laughs> He's used for blocking, and, I mean, Jags did run the ball very well with James Robinson last year, so I guess they need that and to protect Trevor. But mm-hmm. I would, like, like he, we were talking earlier, like, I'm a whole new person. Give me $1 million. Right. I, I would be, I would play my best. I would walk out there in one leg. That's right. <laughs> you guys need water? I got it. <laughs> That's right. I'm getting paid $1 million. Yeah. I'm waiting Wiping yeah. sweat from people's brows. Exactly. I, uh, I was reading up on some of your guys' transactions too. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Hyde. Dude, I and saw Philip Dorsett. Well, Philip Dorsett, I can't get a hundred percent mad at because okay. I think he he did decent in Minneapolis. Was I think he was from Minneapolis? Was he? Uh, I thought he was from the or Patriots. Patriots. Okay. Yeah. So he wasn't terrible. I think at one point he was on Indianapolis. But, um, I mean, you, you need all the veteran wide receivers you can. But I'd like the, the young squad that was there. But the Carlos Hyde one didn't make, I would say, 75% sense to me. Because we signed him before. So, like, <laughs> the, year, the year he went off at the Browns, um, we signed him the year after, and I think I think that was like I can't remember if that was a year before or after Fournette came, and 
um, he was a bust. Like mm-hmm. at first, I was like, oh yeah, Carlos Hyde, he's great. He did good with the Browns. He's gonna do something. But he didn't do shit. Yeah, and so the only reason why it semi makes sense is I could see him being similar to James Robinson. So like, if James Robinson gets hurt, then he can be, you know, come in and kind of almost mimic what James Robinson could do. But he was just a bust, and I don't, I don't trust him. Like, why, why go back to the past? Uh, you've already been done now, right? I can think of one reason. One less jersey they got to print. I mean, he still got it, <laughs> right? I'm sure I don't know. Jersey. Someone might have took his number. Can you imagine you don't know. how you're going to feel when you draft James Robinson like in the second round? Probably probably <laughs> in on the turn. And then you realize, I got to pick up Carlos Hyde at some point. <laughs> and then someone's going to pick him up just because Man, they I know would, you need him. I would rather pick up a rookie running back that I don't even know <laughs> than pick up the second running back in Jacksonville. Because the first running back is all they got probably and and maybe DJ Shark. As far yeah, as DJ offense goes. But DJ Shark couldn't even do nothing last year because he got one, he got hurt. He got hurt, yeah. Uh, they didn't really throw the ball downfield. They didn't really utilize him. Well, because they also hated Gardner Minshew and yeah. they took him out of the game. So. Yeah. Mm. Rachel did tell me a rumor today that uh, Carolina was interested in Deshaun Watson. Mm. I mean, that could be a good fit. Uh, yeah, and then she was like, oh, so you want to be a Carolina fan again? I was like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I would watch. Well, I also heard <laughs> that um, they talked about him going to the Saints. So that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how true it is. I mean, I feel like they had to find something because... Mm-hmm. Bridgewater, or not Bridgewater, um, Winston isn't the future, you know? He's not. Um, Tannehill isn't the future. So, is that not Tannehill, um, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Um, mm. Which goes back to other quarterbacks getting signed. Mm. Um, Fitz Magic to Washington, which I think is a great deal. Uh, Fitz. Insert crowd clapping. Yeah! We'll do that. We like I will, it. I will add. <laughs> sound clip there we can edit it out um but Fitzmagic like, like he's such a gentleman he's played in so many teams and he's did I think he's done fairly well at each team and his last stint at Miami I think was was great was like great, he yeah. played well he was a great mentor and I mean shit I don't know what the deal was in Miami but they had a chance to make a playoff run, but they didn't go with it. Yeah. I guess because, one, they're like, like Fitz took, got them to a good start, and then they put in Tua, so they're like, I don't know, maybe they were just like, fuck it, let's let's just put in the kid, see what he got. Yeah. And if we lose, we lose, it won't matter. But they had a decent chance at playoffs, and they, they didn't, I guess, run with it, which was weird to me. I think you're right. Like, he's a good teacher, and I think that they should have let him – do do the year and let Tua sit like Patty Mahomes sat under Alex Smith, right? Yeah. Imagine what he could be next year. Yeah. And that, they let go. They released Alex. Yeah. Man broke like both legs. <laughs> he gave both legs both for that legs. damn team. And came back in yeah. the next year. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> had the best like comeback story which I've ever seen. I, um, I didn't get to watch that 20 for 20 they did on him but I heard it was actually really good. 
and I um, documentaries is like a big thing that I like I like to check out, especially if it's something I'm into or someone that I like. Mm-hmm. And that's something I do want to watch. But Alex Smith last year also he did good, but I mean of course, I mean this guy's running on two kind of broke legs. I, I don't blame Washington for not re-signing him. Yeah, you know, um, especially if they want to. They got a good young team. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they got Chase Young. Chase, Cle- uh, Chase Young. Yeah. Chase Young. He's going off, dude. Yeah. Like, um, their defense is good. They got a decent offense with... Uh, Scary Terry. Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. Dude, he's so fast. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And they even got... Uh, who was their running back that they had? Uh, I forgot. Antonio Gibson. Yes, Gibson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He he's going off too. So it's like they got two key pieces. They just need a quarterback, defenses, which um, by the way, defense is made up of Chase Young and a lot of Alabama players. Yeah. FYI, <laughs> roll tide. Um, hey, you can't you can't knock that. And there's Hagen. <laughs> Hagen. Hagen's on my front, on my side. And so Fitz goes to Washington, and Brissett goes to Miami. And so I don't know. What they have planned for Miami, <laughs> but you said you had something written down for quarterbacks, and I guess um, why I don't know. Oh, you no. break it down. Yeah, yeah, I had the uh, the Drew Brees meme. We talked about that, mm-hmm. and my Jags joke was Trevor make it all better. <laughs> How many picks y'all got again? I was just curious because um, I don't really. I know we got two in the first round. But I want to say we probably have, if not the most, close to the most draft picks this year. Um, and that More was than just, the Jets? Huh? More than the Jets? Probably. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But we're, <laughs> we're up there. I know we got two, maybe three in the first round at least. And that's a lot. That is a lot. That's why I'm like, oh, take Trevor, maybe make a deal, go get... Um, don't be selfish. Devontae. Oh, I thought you about to say Waddle. Now, I mean, I take Waddle. Oh, you'll take that too. I bet yeah. you would. Well, a lot of people are putting Waddle above Devontae. I guess because he's a bigger mm-hmm. receiver. Yeah. Devontae's a little bit slimmer, but yeah. I mean, he's he's good. He is good. But what else? What else you got? I was thinking. I've talked a lot. <laughs> I was thinking about JJ Watt. Okay. Going to Cardinals. Yeah, going to the Cards and. But he's there. He's back reunited with. Um, D-Hop. Yeah. So I think that's funny that, um, what's his name, Bill O'Brien scared all those guys off. He did. So he pretty much ruined the Texans franchise. Like, if you're a Texans fan, like, you got to hate that guy. Yeah. Because he scared all... He's gone, right? Or is he still there? He's gone. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Well, I think but it was part too, of it, too little too late. Yeah, part of it, too, was, I think, um, the GM let him do a lot. Or the um, the owner let him do a lot of the GM stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe it was just too much for him or mm-hmm. whatnot. But I mean, I, th- I thought you what we what I heard about him getting rid of Hopkins was because of baby mom drama. Like he didn't like Hopkins' baby mama, so he got rid of him. Arizona said we'll take his baby mamas and his touchdowns. Yeah, and all his touchdowns <laughs> and, and, and all his receiving yards. Yeah, exactly. And, and Hopkins is like to me. I think he's one of the, the best wide receivers out there right now. Oh, yeah. He just makes incredible plays. Mm-hmm. Him and Michael Thomas are like my top two. Yeah. 
which Michael Thomas, I remember um, his rookie year, I watched preseason games, and I was like, he's going to be my sleeper, and I got him, mm-hmm. and he did amazing. And then the next year, it kind of fell off, because like, I do a keeper league, so we can keep him next year. Mm-hmm. He did well, and but this year, I guess he was hurt. He so. was hurt. But he admitted that he was hurt and he wanted to stick around for Drew Brees because this was probably Drew Brees' last year, and it was. So, mm-hmm. but my dude, Mike Thomas, <laughs> he's great. But I can't help but laugh at people calling him Slant Boy. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so, I, like, I mean it's kind of true, but he's yeah. still good. He is, yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask you about JJ is uh, he's keeping ninety nine. Okay. And. Arizona retired 99 for um I can't think of the guy's name should look it up I'm a the army guy the army guy yeah yeah um, and he said someone said they talked with the guy's family and she's like he'd love you to wear it but I think fans are torn they're like "Ah, yeah you couldn't be like 66 yeah two two nines upside down yeah I mean or like 98 98 go down go down one just have you been 99 your whole life yeah. Even in Pop Warner. You can't honor this guy. I mean, give him something. Yeah, that is. That's a little. That is kind of. In a way, that is kind of fucked up. It I is. can see that. But numbers are important. So I, I get to that, players. I don't. To players. But yeah. I mean, you, when you you won't have to show out. Yeah. It's, since they unretired this man number for you. Yeah. So they <laughs> unretired this number for uh, a war veteran. Um, damn. I, I hate that I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I mean, I, I guess like. They're, I forgot they were talking about that too. Uh, I think they were talking about um, Tampa Bay mm. because Godwin went through the same thing with Tom Brady. Right. And I think Tom, I can't, I think Tom Brady wasn't his number, but I can't remember if he actually gave it up to Tom Brady or not. I think Tom paid him. Yeah, and that's how most times it most works. It works. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you pay for that number, but for JJ Watson, not like I guess it's like sentimental value something, but. There's also like war veteran thing. Like this is more pro- or less like not an honoring of this guy. So bet he starts up a foundation for veterans in um, so? Arizona. I bet. I bet he does. And he's. I mean, he, he does fantastic things no, for his yeah. city. He does so, great things for community. Like that's um, my thing. He's gonna do. JJ Watt. It's a. It's a great human being. Yeah. Like, he's a great human being. A great football player. You know and. His wife is also a uh, badass. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen her. She's pretty hot. I'm talking about her soccer skills. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> Jesus. She's very, also very attractive. Also very attractive, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's all I got for today. Yeah, um, man. Do you have anything else? Um, Eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables, yep. everybody. Um, and so this is only second episode... Everyone, stay tuned. There's more to come. I also got something for you. For me? Um, well, this is Flavor, Friends of Flavor podcast. So oh, yeah, yeah. I normally wanted to try to cook something for you guys, but I also have this hot chili oil that Candy. I want to give to you. Um, since Thank you. <laughs> since we, uh, well, I just started meal prepping yes. again yesterday. But I also know how bland food can be if you're just doing chicken and rice and vegetables all the time. But like if you put that with anything, like I, I've become addicted to putting chili oil on just rice and eggs, and I'll eat that like crazy. Um, but 
yeah you Thank try you. that out and uh let me know how you think it tastes this um it's it's I really mean, funny do you, did you this. like spicy food it's really funny you did this because i went to target today and i had to get taste of somebody right spicy chili no so i <laughs> used um and i ate that today it was good so i cooked a bunch of chicken breast the other night and i just weighed it and uh I use Mrs. Dash because it has no salt, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're trying to cl- cut that out or whatever. But I even tasted it today. I'm like, ah, oh, it tastes like nothing. <laughs> I need, so I I need my chili oil. Yeah, chili oil or a hot sauce. Like a lot of people yep. would just use hot sauce because it's not a lot of calories. But of course, it probably is a lot of sodium. But mm-hmm. um, that stuff is actually really good. You just, I'm excited. I was you can uh, just dab it a little bit. And, uh, thinking about it today. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll let you know how it is on the next one. So yeah, Mandy will let you know how it tastes. Um, maybe we'll start some kind of Instagram or something just for the podcast, but uh, and put it on there. Yeah. Other than that, uh, that is it for episode two. I don't know how long this is, but hopefully it was longer than thirty minutes. Which it, I hope it oh is. yeah, definitely. Um, all right, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mandy. Thanks, Kenny. Hopefully we'll have we'll definitely have Mandy around a lot because one, she lives down the street, mm-hmm. and two. Um, like I said, I just I feel a a good connection with you, especially with us working together and stuff like that. So yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, all right. I'm well, inviting myself back. Oh, inviting yourself back. I okay. did. I just did. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Great. All right, you guys, take it easy. Peace. Peace.